What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, February 19th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the host with the most, Julia Hardy. Hello, Julia. Hi. I don't know why I did that with my hands. That's really odd. Hi. Well, you know what? You're the host with the most. That's what you do. That's what I came up with. That's the thing, Julie. If people don't know you, you host so much different stuff. Of course, we met at EA Play, what, 2029? No, 2019. 2019. Uh, when we host that one, you can still go places. You can still go to things yes. and see people and all that other stuff. Uh, where would other people yeah, know you? What, what, do you what do you do? Ah, okay. So um, COVID's been particularly uh, uh, interesting for me, being that like 85%, I'll probably say, of my work uh, was kind of live hosting stuff. So whenever Xbox would do kind of big shows at like Gamescom or their XO uh, uh, events or, you know, uh, E3, stuff like that, like I'll come in and I'll host that. I also do the Gran Turismo World Championships, which we've been doing for like, ooh, maybe I feel like four years now. I don't remember time. Um, So we've been doing it for a while, uh, all of which was, you know, designed terribly for the (laughs) upcoming pandemic. (laughs) You built your career on sand. (laughs) Right? It's ridiculous. So basically, I would, you know, like uh, fly, uh, we'd fly around the world and bring people from like all different like uh, countries and stuff like that into a room where they'd like share equipment and crisps. So yeah, not really, not really ideal for uh, for a COVID situation. So that's sure. kind of the main sort of stuff I do. And just, yeah, I just host all manner of different things in different ways. I don't know. I'm freelance, basically. So I I'm shamelessly go where people tell me to. So how have you pivoted then during COVID and during the pandemic? So it was not gonna not gonna lie. It was like a little bit worrying to start with. I was a bit like, again, like you said, I've built my career on sand. It was probably pretty accurate. Maybe slightly different (laughs) words with more expletives involved. Um, But actually, what I found was towards um, towards the end of last year, like people still need stuff hosted. So I was doing like the Italian Video Game Awards, but in my lounge in really short shorts that they couldn't see. It was great. Um, And then you know um, there was a whole bunch of kind of Ubisoft stuff for you know, they want to kind of do interviews with like developers and like live streams and things like that. So actually the end of last year was crazy busy. Um, starting to see now that um, things are starting to pick up a little bit. Like I've got a great new job that I'm not allowed to talk about. It's really annoying, uh, which is going to be amazing. Um, and, and there's a lot of discussions and, and certainly in the UK, there's a lot more discussions about kind of bigger scale uh, video game content, which is great because normally I literally travel abroad to do kind of bigger scale things, you know. Oh, yeah, totally. So it's going to be good. Yeah, I think that's been the most interesting thing from the hosting side of the business is like the way it took a second. But yeah, everybody pivoted to, okay, cool. We still need hosts. We still need personalities. They just, yeah, don't have to leave their house now. They just talk into the camera they already have. I mean, it's it's a bit weird. I'm not gonna lie. It's like part. I think what I realized was part of the fun of doing these jobs is like I I like to talk to people. I like to communicate. That's literally yep. why I think I do what I do. And Yes, it is fun to kind of do it on camera, but really I I fully want to meet people, be face-to-face, have discussions, you know, about video games, about life, about tra- whatever that is, right? Uh, and, and having that kind of taken away was, I'm not going to lie, a little bit little bit tricky to sort of deal with, but I do, I do feel like things are kind of moving forward to going back to that. And we did do some, you know, Gran Turismo last year, we did some little regionals and then they hired this place. It was amazing for the for the for the finals at the end of the year. So basically, it's like a proper like soundstage, effectively. So like Coldplay would like build their stages there. So sure. you look on the set; it's like a shiny floor, and you can't even like see the ceiling. You know what I mean? Like it's so <laughs> it's high. That high yeah. And like you are, and they've got like cars in there and all these lights. 
and they've got this giant like weird plinthy thing that I have to stand on and I'm like god I've got to like not wear tracksuit bottoms what clothes even fit me anymore you know all these things and that there's jibs and people and I remember standing there we're doing all this stuff and like they're playing in like you know when you you know the moments before you go live when you're properly doing time live stuff Greg yeah. it's like um I was standing there and a bit like can I even formulate a sentence anymore? It's been a really long time. And like, you know, there's like a jib coming in. And you're like, I really don't want to screw this up, but it was yeah. fine. But yeah. It's, yeah. Um, the small it's, talk it's part funny. of it, the the little things. Yeah. yeah. It's it's all different now. I was talking, you know, Snowbike Mike for uh, us, you know, he just went and did yeah. a preview event and he was talking about how afterwards, you know, they did the Q and A and no one really asked any questions except him. And I was like, well, yeah, you've come <laughs> in at such a weird time where, you know, you used to go to a preview event and you'd play the game and then you'd fuck about and catch up with other press people, journos or whatever. And yeah. then you'd talk to the devs about what they're playing and what's going on. You'd have those small conversations. And now it is so clinical yeah. of I'm here to play the game. I've played the game. Goodbye. And like you're leaving silent, weird discord rooms. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. But it's also weird like fantastical. part of... I mean, part of, you know, part of um, these kind of events and stuff like that, like whilst, okay, yes, you are there too play the game and you know you know come up with your impressions of what that's about but so much of gaming is about the community it's yeah. how i get all of a, a lot of my information you know i've had to read so much more stuff online whereas before i'd go to events all my friends you know work at you know different uh, outlets here in the uk we'd have a good old chat about like what rumor we've heard or you know the things that are sort of going on you have a really good understanding of what's going on uh, in the industry uh, as a whole and me little freelancer over here like i'm sort of devoid of all of just that kind of general chat you know where you kind of pick up and you have a good idea of everything that's going on and like even like talking about like doing today i was like god do i even know what the news is anymore i can't even right. you know like because this like what even happened you know it's really weird yeah so, no uh, yeah, i was i yeah. found myself i was i was talking about we watched a monster hunter movie last night which wasn't that bad honestly and then it got me thinking really? of the first monster yeah i mean i mean my bar low i mean monster hunter not a game i'm playing I mean, for the story to begin low, with greg we know this whatever you know you went in there you kill some ron perlman's there didn't expect that but all right uh but it was this th thought of like i remember in 2007 2008 like capcom coming to the office and giving us monster hunter demos and sitting there for hours playing monster hunter on psp with me and it's that idea of just like yeah that you, that is so such a foreign concept now let alone the you know the way the industry had been moving to now moving to this to then even talking about mike right where it's like since we're not in the same office i'm only really catching up with the rest of the team on content so if i'm on content with you yeah. and you don't talk about the thing you went and saw then i have no idea if you liked that game or not it's what you're talking about like trying to absorb everybody exactly. else's knowledge and impressions is so much more difficult and um also you like you have to remember as well I'm, you obviously know this but like there are a lot of games there are a lot of blim video games it's out true. there it's and true. like you just can't know everything and so you do rely on that kind of community hive mind or you know you know like my friend jane will like be like oh i played this thing and it's really great and i'm like right okay well i'm definitely gonna go and play that then you know and it's like having to sort of pick and choose what you're going to play because there's a finite amount of time and also kind of what uh what kind of inclinations you know people have towards other games which always makes things like the BAFTA awards really fun because you I, I'm really good at picking up hearsay <laughs> and then I'm really good at guessing who wins awards quite fun really yeah yeah, yeah it is a good time right I miss yeah, that yeah. I just want Greg I just want people around me it's 
I understand you want to dress up and you want to go see people and be around. We're going to talk about you not seeing people because we're going to talk about GDC (laughs) going online. We're going to talk about Hideo Kojima's book coming to America alongside an Animal Crossing manga and some Fortnite news because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can give us your questions, comments, concerns, everything under the video game sun, including your squad up requests. Then... Of course, on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunnyGames, you can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post-show we do. You can be a Patreon producer like Graham of Legend, David Mintel, Trent Berry, Blackjack, Louise Aguiar, a.k.a. at 8BitLouise, James Davis, a.k.a. at James Davis Makes, and the Nanobiologist. Of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way, though, it's no big deal. You can watch us record the show live on Twitch.tv slash KindOfFunnyGames, just like uh, Buttlord Primus is, JoshyG731 is, and Forever ender is of course if you're watching on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday is that the noise for the globe in the old days, I used to pound on the, the desk and it was like this oh, thing that right, everybody right. would do in their car and stuff. But if I do it here, it reverberates into J- the Jen's room where she's working on stuff. She's like, can you please not pound on your desk? Stop I'm like, that. sure. <laughs> the little things of I'll working at home. I do want, I want to be able to do the, the switch click. Oh, God damn it. That's the thing I need in my Wait, life. Can you not snap yeah. at all? No, I can snap. I want it to be as loud as the switch click. Oh, sure. Click, like, you want it to resonate. The bah, 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 bah. Oh, I, I understand that. It's not good enough. Mm-mm. um housekeeping for you remember uh right now our wandavision reacts are being uploaded to youtube.com slash kind of funny once you watch the new episode of wandavision you can go over to youtube.com slash kind of funny listen to us talk about it if you want to literally listen to it you can go of course to podcast feeds the kind of funny screencast is back and kicking with our wandavision reactions there's a new episode of the blessing show up right now it's about next gen four months later you can get that at youtube.com slash kind of funny games and tomorrow it's game two of fan controlled football our kind of funny wild aces square off against Marshawn Lynch's beasts at 5 p.m. Pacific time. We will be live at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to hang out with you and call the plays with you as we get ready to have another win or die trying. Today, we're brought to you by Purple Mattress. It's serious business out there in the FCF, Julia. You know what I mean? Uh, today, we're brought to you by Purple Mattress, ExpressVPN, and Logitech, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. We got four items on a Friday. A baker's dozen. Julia, how many books are you reading on a, on, a, on a weekly, monthly, yearly? Yeah, exactly. That's my thought, too. That's my, you, they're for okay. nerds. Woo-hoo. Is that like video games, but like with words that describe the things that happen? Um, so I haven't been reading uh, as much as I would like, although I have, uh, my brother gave me this book called Shogun, which is his favorite book of all time. And obviously okay. just finishing Ghost of Tsushima, I was like, I obviously haven't had enough of stories of this era. Uh, so yeah. I'm trying to read that at the moment. The last game I read before that, uh, my friend Jane recommended to me, which was World War Z. Because I was saying yeah. I couldn't read, like I, could, I was struggling to, um, I'm really struggling to focus on stuff like this year. I'm very scatty, more than usual. And so I was really <laughs> kept trying to get into reading books and couldn't do it. And obviously World War Z is perfect because it's just these like, you know, few page little stories. Yeah. Um, 
So absolutely brilliant. Amazing. I don't know what the film was about looking back on it, but uh, fine. So that was good. And then, yeah, I don't know. He's running around. Well, how did he choose that? Anyway, let's not get into it. Um, uh, So, yeah, I'm reading, trying to read Shogun. I'm trying to read at night uh, a little bit. Um, But yeah, I don't, yeah, books. And also, because I live in London and I move a lot, you tend to just get rid of stuff. I don't want to move a box of crap. Right. If and unconvenient necessary. So I just I'll read stuff and then I'll give it away or I'll go take it to a charity shop or something. How about you? Well, what are you reading? Oh, I don't know. Please. I read comic books and even that I'm way behind <laughs> on. All right. There's too many games That's to play. I, reading. I got okay. First off, don't insult it. There's words on the page. There's authors as a published DC Comics author. I can tell you that. I was insulting. agreeing uh, with you. Oh, sorry. Cut off. I just want to make sure. I'm very. You know, Kevin's wow, here. I'm, everybody's everybody's out to get me. If it's not blessing, it's Tim. All right. Oh, so Greg, I'm just you know, you're Julia. So good. I'm not used. To, I was I'm not used to being safe. I'm Greg, not used the, to being safe. Everybody. All right. The, the woman was clearly. I saw in the chat. In. in the chat, she I said 2029. Everybody <laughs> ate my fucking ass at the beginning of the show. All right. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not perfect. I'm a human being over here. I don't think I got that term right. Like, that's a good thing. (laughs) Number one on the Roper Report. Let's talk about some books. Books I will read. Books I will read. We're going to start with the fact that Hideo Kojima's book is coming west. We're starting with Michael McWhorter over at Polygon, who writes, Game designer Hideo Kojima's book, The Gifted Gene and My Lovable Memes, originally published in Japanese in 2019, is getting an English-language translation. Publisher Viz Media will release the translated book this October under the fittingly lengthy name... The creative gene. Mm. The creative of gene. Of course it is. The creative gene. How books, <laughs> movies, and music inspired the creator of Death Stranding and Metal Gear Solid. The creative dream, dream, man. The creative gene will consist of a collection of essays written by Kojima that explore his personal inspirations. That includes opinions and reviews of music, films, and books beloved by Kojima. The book will also include a conversation between Kojima and musician slash actor Jen. Hoshino, uh, whose song Pop Virus appears in Death Stranding. Here's Viz's official synopsis of the book. Ever since he was a child, Metal Gear Solid and Death Stranding creator Hideo Kojima was a voracious consumer of movies, music, and books. They ignited his passion for stories and storytelling, and the results can be seen in his groundbreaking, iconic video games. Now, the head of independent studio Kojima Productions, Kojima's enthusiasm for entertainment media has never waned. This collection of essays explores some of the inspirations behind one of the titans of the video game industry and offers an exclusive insight into one of the brightest minds in pop culture. The Creative Gene, How Books, Movies, and Music Inspired the Creator of Death Stranding and Metal Gear Solid, will be released October 12th, 2021. Julia, I cannot wait. Well, first of all, let's just be thankful that it's not a book uh, of the same topic, but like by the houses, because it would be the size of like Encyclopedia Britannica. Sure, um, sure, sure. <laughs> do you know what I mean? All, like, their, all, all the their music, all oh. their music. <laughs> just like, and this Spotify playlist just printed on paper. Um, exactly. But I think, I mean, I think it's great. You've got to think, you know, within the games industry, there are kind of few kind of figureheads and people who kind of are kind of, you know, seen or uh, are auteurs, you know, within the industry who, you know, whether you like Kojima stuff or you don't, or, um, you know, it's, he has, he always has a very, very distinct vision. And I think there's something so um, alluring. Sorry, it's I'm gonna, gonna be endless sirens, by the way, just so you know. Um, there's something really alluring uh, about someone who's really sure of themselves and like their yeah. artistic vision, you know, for, for good or for bad, right? Um, but also I think you, I mean, I am, I know I am, and I think a lot of people are naturally drawn, drawn to like someone who is like that, just because you're like, they have such a clear idea of like life and everything. And anytime you can kind of scratch below that surface and understand a little bit more uh, about how, how they 
build their vision and how they are so certain of kind of like what they're doing. I think it's really, it's really exciting. You want to know more. It's like, you know, like David Lynch writes a book. You're like, oh my God, I want to read this. The man's possibly mad, but brilliant. Let's find out more <laughs> about why he's like that. You know, it's great. You want to scratch below that surface. A hundred percent. Like I, I, I for, I'm a, I'm a Kojima super fan, right? Like I, and I'm lucky enough to know him obviously and call him a friend, but in terms of the content, like Metal Gear Solid changed my life. And so I've obviously yeah. had conversations with him about his games, but when I see it on Instagram or I see it on Twitter, when he goes and sees a movie and gives like, you know, the 280 characters he can give it, I'm way more interested to see, yeah, what are the movies and music and books that have inspired him and what is yeah. a long form essay about that mean and what did he take away from it? I think also it's just, it's, it's his perspective, right? It's his eyes. It's the way he looks at the universe, right? There's totally. something, it's like this, these weird glasses that he, he and only he, because it's about him, you know, puts on uh, and suddenly everything, I don't know, like that bit in Interview with a Vampire, like where they wake up and there's something like a vampire and everything's seen with vampire eyes. And you're like, cool, man, I want to see what vampire eyes look like. I want to see what Hideo Kojima eyes look like just to, to to be able to kind of look over the world and everything suddenly takes a completely different meaning or reference you know what I mean that's how I sort oh, 100%. of see, imagine that's what his head is like you know um and there aren't many people you can say that about or people that you would actually really want to see the world through their eyes particularly because it's probably quite dreary for most other people I sure yeah to have a, a creator on that scale that scope and who has that legacy behind him right to know yeah what he does take away from consuming different content right I think we always talk about it in terms yeah. of you listen to somebody else's podcast or you know you, you watch somebody else's youtube video or you see somebody else present and you pick up and you're able to critique it on a different level than somebody who's just a consumer of it not a producer of it and so yeah for him to be a creative what does he see in all this other stuff i think that's really interesting yeah i think it's gonna be uh really cool. and i think honestly it's gonna it's gonna be great as well plus also we are you know we're still kind of we're set in the uk we're still kind of here in lockdown i you know i want some other like reference like references of things that maybe i've missed i haven't seen interesting stuff to look at that isn't just like i don't know auto pick on netflix which is what comes up now what's what's trending right now on netflix all right i've never heard of this show good enough put it on i hate myself that that whole thing makes me hate myself. I'm like, Julia, do you have no mind of your own? And the answer the is night, no. The nightly dance of Amazon Prime <laughs> to Netflix to Hulu to oh. Disney Plus back to Amazon. And the UI on Amazon, I give up. Even if there's things on there, I'm just like, it's so hateful. And stop trying to trick me into buying things. Why? Why would you do this? Well, they want your money. Uh, speaking of buying things, there's another book coming from Viz Media. <laughs> Animal Crossing is getting a manga. Uh, this is David Wolinski at GameSpot. Animal Crossing New Horizons Volume 1 Deserted Island Diary is Ooh, due out nice. on September 14th. It's Nintendo's first official book on its popular game of the same name. The book is a Toy Story-like manga that will answer the question, what do the villagers of Animal Crossing New Horizons get up to when you're not around? The book will also <laughs> offer totally tip... open-ended question. <laughs> I, I want to know. open to like... Like, disgusting interpretation, but that must oh, be. Oh, I wish it was going to be that. I wish it was filthy. It's just going to be them, Tom Nook, figuring out ways to screw me over. Crossing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the book will offer uh, other tips and tricks uh, for playing the game in a special bonus section. Uh, as the release sharing this announcement correctly indicates, since its March 2020 release, Animal Crossing New Horizons has become synonymous with virtual life during the global pandemic. Another one, manga doesn't oh. usually do it for me, but I'm actually so invested in my Animal Crossing world. I'm like, yeah, what are they up to? <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Were what you they one doing? of those kids that ultimately thought that toys were either like evil or up to mischief when you went to bed? 
Were you one no, of those people? No, no, I had, no. No? I had very, I, I had a very active imagination. And so I had, you know, stories and all sorts of things laid out for what these toys were doing. So when, when it was time to go to bed, I, that was like, you know, the curtain had come down. I was aware that they were waiting for me to come in and direct the next scene. What about you? Oh, I see. No, I was fully convinced that the toys were possibly evil. I got given a clown by an art one and I was really nice to it because I thought that if I wasn't it would just come alive and murder me while I slept That's so I had fair. a very lovely childhood yeah um, so yeah I am quite <laughs> but it's a clown who gives a child a clown was she d demonic woman honestly um I th I'm fully into this I think this is this is really great obviously Animal Crossing is the game that has saved quite a lot of people's sanity during the, yeah. this kind of wholesomeness is delightful when everything else is turning into a giant trash fire um so I think anything you know that can give us a little bit of extra like you know because we we're talking about reading books and it's is i you know i still sort of struggle to kind of sit down and really concentrate so having something like this would just be kind of perfect so you're not kind of sitting you can convince yourself you're not at a screen for a couple of minutes or whatever sure, and you can sit sure. there and you can kind of you know enjoy kind of the stories but i just want to know yeah what's going on i, I it'd be great if it turned into something really dark wouldn't it <laughs> i'd love it i'd love it if there's like a murder <laughs> mystery happening on the island they, they buried the yeah. original tom nick did, did you there's are you one of the people and buried yeah <laughs> of course there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you one of the people who got obsessed with Animal Crossing during the pandemic? So I got swept along initially, and this has happened yeah. with both Animal Crossing games. I got swept along initially, but then I just, I get into this thing with games where it like, it forces me to do things at certain times of day that then I get a little bit annoyed with it because sure. also then I, I, I struggle to do my daily chores as it is. And yeah. uh, then I find it ends up becoming slightly chore-like and I didn't want it to be slightly chore-like. I just wanted to, but I did play it for a long time, but I just, it got to that point where I was like, I don't want to get up really early in the morning to do this. I Shut definitely up. feel that. Yeah. Where it's like, do you want to pad out your schedule to get in there, but then you're in there too early or then you finally get that breath at night when you're done with everything and you turn it on like what's in the store. Oh, the store closed right okay well i'll wander around i hate you up. why yeah. yeah just no i don't need i don't need any more stresses in my life i got to that point where i just felt that pressure because everyone was talking about it and all the deals they were making and i'm like oh, i'm useless at this gotta and do it gotta do it gotta do it yeah yeah I'm, I'm excited for next week they're doing the mario uh content drop where i'm gonna get in there and buy myself some power blocks get myself some uh, coins get, get pipe, warp pipe yeah pipe get a warp pipe that's warp, amazing warp. yep I've been saying I need pipe for a long time. Uh, number two on the Roper Report. Uh, GDC is going all digital for... Don't, don't, don't think about it. Just keep moving. GDC is going all digital for 2021. This is Ian Carlos Campbell at The Verge. Uh, the Game Developers Conference is changing course from its original, potentially risky plan of hosting a hybrid in-person slash digital event in 2021. No shit. According to an announcement on Thursday, GDC 2021 will be an all digital and split into three separate events to better and more safely accommodate the networking game showcases and instructional workshops and panels the event is known for the series of events will start with the gdc masterclass a collection of virtual workshops and trainings for developers that will take place on march 4th and 5th gdc showcase which will be open to the public and free to attend will run march 15th through the 19th uh featuring networking and lectures in quote a new array of content and formats Finally, GDC 2021 proper will take place during the week of July 19th as a business and educational focused event. The game, the independent games festival IGF will also take place the week of the 21st. First off, of course, yes, great job not doing anything live or stringing people along <laughs> thinking there would actually be a live March, event in 20. March seems very, I don't know. It was you know bullish. I mean? it's like the, it was you're bullish. mad. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. If, I mean, the world is quite big. 
and especially if, you know events that are going to bring people from all over the world you know even if uh you know our respective countries get their shit together uh well let's not get into that that's but not gonna happen did, let's not even know. don't even <laughs> no, throw it out there that's not gonna happen <laughs> um, but even if we do you know like there's still a whole nother rest of the world that has to kind of like everyone has to get the vaccine you know it's it's a it's gonna be a long kind of process i mean you know we're talking about this a little bit at the start like i am super super sad that we're not going to be able to you know, be in each other's kind of person, like, all, you know, all this year, like the, the gaming events were really literally the, the the best part of my year, the thing I love most about yeah. uh, about about my job and stuff like that. And just, you know, feeling that kind of like community love where you just like have everybody together in the same room and you're like, yes, I made the right career decision. <laughs> this place is great, you know, as opposed to the existential dread that is the rest of the time. Um, but, you know, uh, I think the thing is, you know, I think, Certainly, I can speak, you know, for for Xbox. You know, they are super keen. Obviously, they they love doing, you know, events with audiences and stuff like that. And I know sure. that they will be kind of behind the scenes working their hardest to try and figure out ways uh, to to make it work to kind of get back to that. But it's going to be a slow process. It's going to be a really slow process. And the way I kind of see it is like when I start getting hired to maybe do like one-off events, like maybe in America, say, or for whatever. If I kind of get hired to sort of do stuff like that <clears throat> in kind of closed COVID-friendly situations, that'll be sure. like step one on the process and then you know it'll be a few more steps then before we can all kind of be in the same space but it is going to happen and i think you know we just need to hold tight and really we are you know working and involved in the best entertainment you know medium in the entire world so we're doing better than most we've got sure. like so much content and, and joy that's within kind of our, our, our little world you know you know, for the game development side, of course, what Game Developers Conference GDC is, that's the mm -hmm. heartbreaking thing where, you know, for us getting together or at an event and hosting something, going to PAX, doing whatever, and interacting with the community and other hosts and other mm -hmm. content creators, that's great. And yeah, you learn things from it. But GDC was always so amazing and mesmerizing because it was about people learning from each other <laughs> and people going to panels to find out how this successful game did whatever they did and then you take that and you learn it but it was also you know getting to go out at night and go to parties or just go to restaurants with uh, developers who were there and seeing people meet for the first time and exchange ideas and be fans of yeah. each other's work and see that snowball and i know so many people have found their next job by going to gdc even when they weren't looking for it and found you know collaborators yeah. and people like that like we're missing something for sure losing this event in terms of you know the inventiveness oh, of absolutely. gaming yeah absolutely so, it's it's these it's these little moments and, and like <clears throat> whilst I'm sure you know there are people out there like oh you know going out for drinks but it really is that thing where like you know you're you're in 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 the event and you're kind of doing your job and this this time outside where everyone kind of relaxes and you know again you're talking about like oh my god I saw this amazing thing and suddenly you can actually connect people together it's not just always necessarily about um you know you yourself getting jobs although that's a yeah. huge oh, yeah. part of it but you know you sort of mentioning to someone who's made one game it's like it literally it's this exponential kind of growth and connections across the entire industry and of course yeah as you're saying like the the learning side of it we are hugely missing out there and of course you can have kind of online stuff but there's nothing like getting a little bit tips with someone you've just met who's made, met an, no, made an amazing game and you make a friend for life yeah yeah it's, it's unlike anything else uh, number three on the Roper Report, let's talk some Fortnite news. Uh, we're going to start at mm -hmm. IGN where Tom Power is talking about a possible Street Fighter cross Fortnite collaboration. A Fortnite and Street Fighter crossover event appears to be on its way according to newly leaked assets. Fortnite data miners, including Sheena, BR, and Lucas, Seven Yoshi, posted images on Twitter that point towards the iconic fighting franchise being the next entry in Fortnite Chapter 2 Season... No, I'm sorry, Season 2, Chapter 5. According to Sheena, BR, Fortnite's latest multiverse 
Metaverse portal has been labeled skirmish, and the images embedded in their tweet suggest that Street Fighter's world is about to collide with Fortnite. So this is that completely was... wrong. This is, this is factually and totally incorrect, Greg. We all know that Chun Li is going into the Mortal Kombat movie. God, you're that you're totally yesterday. wrong. That article You're completely yesterday. wrong. This is nonsense. Don't even bring it up. Don't even bring it up. It's like, <laughs> what is going on? And then it's like, is this just for attention? Because it's working, but and you're not taking the article down, even though it's completely wrong. I don't, whatever's going on. Just keep moving. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Carry on. No, no. Oh, no, just, not at all. This... Do, do you care about Fortnite? And do you uh, care about Street Fighter coming to Fortnite? Um, I, I have so much respect for uh, Epic and Fortnite. I mean, l- let's think about this, right? Okay, cast your mind back, Greg. I, I think about this a lot. Well, I think about this a lot, but I think about what Fortnite was supposed to be. You know, back in the days of like Cliff Brzezinski, like running around E3, whatever, sure. talking about how tower defense. Oh, what was the quote? It, it was uh, yeah, it was putting survival back in survival horror. That was like a direct quote of one of the things that he said. You know, and it's like this Disney Pixar. You know, what you think back to like what it was, and then how it just it pivoted and it changed uh, and how actually even from that point where they you know moved to the kind of the battle royale mode but everything sort of subsequently after that like the, the fact that it fully embraces popular culture like you know from like concerts in it you know characters like all these things that they've put in they are really 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 good at it it's i have such respect it's am- it's amazing oh to see i think like it's it's crazy like think about another game that's like fully shifted in that way and then is now just like one of the biggest games in the entire world. I, I hopefully has also taught some parents that some online games can't be paused. I mean, you know, in a very, in a very hopefully, yeah, manner. and also how to protect their credit <laughs> card information, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but like, I have such huge um, uh, res- respect for the game, and just like it is that sort of thing of like, especially in these times, having to think about as a person, as a brand, as a whoever, like. Things kind of happen. You have to like really, really shift and pivot and adapt kind of who you are. You can't just be like, hey, this is what we're doing and this is how things are. Um, this is just a, a beautiful kind of like a tour de force of we are just going to adapt and pivot yep. and change and smash it every time. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in awe of it always. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I don't think, you know, I think, you know, so many people want to bag on Fortnite because it's kids game or it's just too pot. And it's like, it's bagging yeah. on Coke because they're doing such amazing stuff here they they're the biggest thing going they're only them they are able to go make these deals where you have a game where it is master chief versus kratos versus batman versus uh uh, anybody from the marvel (laughs) universe they have in there that i'm just venom you know what i mean like the fact they're able to do that and break down those walls and have this literal toy box of characters and action figures that all get to exist in their world is incredible and that like you're talking about the fact that not only did they reinvent off the main game that nobody cared about to reinvent it season after season chapter after chapter to get people involved like for me personally Absolutely. street fighter doesn't move the needle in terms of my interest but i know it yeah. does for other people and i know it'll do the same thing that you know all the dc stuff does or even the terminator stuff does or you know mandalorian where i jumped in and i'll give them money for that kind of content and i'll come back to it later and play it however but yeah street fighter being in there i know is gonna be a big thing for a lot of people yeah it's um it's it's really cool i'm just yeah I'm, I, I i don't even try to play it anymore like it's just yeah i'm too, i feel like i'm too old my hands don't work as well or something Kevin, where are you at with your Fortnite skills? Kevin Kevin and Joey have been out there playing a lot of it. Kevin, where are you at with your Fortnite journey? Reached level 100 last night. All right, you know what I mean? I got Mando. Level 100 on the battle pass. I got Baby Yoda. 
I'm living my best life. Ooh. Now, you were talking earlier about how Joey has become a Stone Cold killer. She's getting 11, 12 kills a, a shot. It's crazy. Where, where is your skill level? Are you oh, doing I'm the still same thing a baby, now? baby. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay, like, Joey, okay. bring me back. I'm scared. They brought me <laughs> okay. down and they're going to shoot me. And then they shoot me every oh. time. Oh. Are you going to, would you buy Street scary. Fighter content, Kev? No, I wouldn't, and thank God, because like let's let's be honest, they've taken enough of my money for the time being. Let's take a little break. Sure. Let's leave the wallet That's alone, you know. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, still in Fortnite news, Eddie at Gamespot reports that there is a patch out. Epic Games has released a new update for Fortnite, and it's now live on Nintendo, Xbox, uh, and, well, just those two or those whatever. Uh, it's described as a maintenance patch, and according to what Epic shared, uh, deals with a lone matchmaking issue rather than introducing any new content or other big changes. So if you're having problems on the Switch or Xbox One or Series X slash S, there appears to be a fix for you. And then I have no opinion of that. Patches are good, is my opinion. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> Fix what's that, broken. You know what I mean? Didn't know that, you were against yeah, fixing games, Julia. Yeah, that's a fully stance that I'm into. I'll make them worse. No, I'm <laughs> and then fourth and finally on the Roper Report for your Friday, it's a follow-up to yesterday. Uh, Tarsier is done with Little Nightmares. Bandai Namco ain't done. <laughs> Joe Scrabble's put up an, IGN at, an article at IGN. If you weren't paying attention yesterday, uh, an Embracer group quote from the CEO Lars was, hey, we're really proud of Tarsier Studios and what they accomplished with Little Nightmares, but uh, Bandai Namco owns Little Nightmares, so we're going to have them work on new IP from here on out. And there was this confusion of like, well, does that really mean that they're yeah. done? Does Bandai have anything? There's a longer article, but Joe's uh, paragraph kind of sums it all up. Tarsier Studios, the creator of Little Nightmares, has confirmed to IGN that Little Nightmares 2 is its last game in the series. However, IP owner and publisher Bandai Namco is energized to make more Little Nightmares <laughs> games regardless. Energized. I'm energized about it, but you know what I mean? This studio made two great games. This new one's being well-received. We are energized to get a new developer in there to take it over. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I think they're they're great little games. Um, I've got a fun little anecdote, actually, from from Gamescom, uh, the the year that they... uh, launched uh, the first Little Nightmares game, they had had hired this very short woman uh, in a, like a little, uh, uh, like a hood, um, like Southwester thing. That she yeah, like looking game. like the character. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be a better explanation. Um, and just she was literally little woman just in a hood. hired. <laughs> little woman in a hood. And she sat there and distributed sweets. No, um, she, uh, she basically climbed all over their stand and just hid. But she did it all day. It was mesmerizing. So, so wow. it has nothing to do with the story, but I just. No, that's a good, I do. I would like to see that though. I mean, that is a very interesting tactic there to go do that one yeah 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 yeah. uh yeah and so yeah this is you know exactly what we talked about yesterday so you know it's uh you know what happens when you have a company buy another uh, buy a developer who was in a deal with another one finish off the deal you had and then you make the games for us and we go from there but yeah shout out to tarcia for you know getting it done they like the quote joe has over there is like very heartfelt looking back on these two games and everything they've done so you can head on over to ign to get that one but while you're here, let me tell you, you could also head over to patreon.com slash games where you could write in to be part of the show. You could be a Patreon producer. You could get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. And of course, you could get it ad-free. But guess what, bucko? You're not listening on Patreon. You're somewhere else. So let me tell you about our sponsors. We're going to start with Purple Mattress. 
throw some bedding on a bunch of different mattresses, and sure, they all look alike. The same goes for pillows. But peel away the layers, look at what's inside, and you'll see they aren't all created equal. And that's what makes every purple pillow and mattress unlike anything you've ever slept on. The purple grid sets the purple mattress apart from every other mattress. It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. With over 1,800 open-air channels designed to neutralize body heat, purple provides a cooling effect over other mattresses that they just can't replicate. And this cutting edge technology doesn't stop with the mattresses. Every purple pillow is engineered with the grid for total head and neck support and absolute airflow. So you're always on the cool side of the pillow. Purple's proprietary technology has been innovating comfort for over 15 years. Kind of funny loves the purple mattress. Joey Noel herself has been sleeping on the purple mattress and she says she sleeps like a baby. You can try every Purple product risk-free with free shipping and returns, and Purple has financing available for as low as 0% APR for qualified customers. Experience the Purple grid, and you'll sleep like never before. Go to purple.com slash games10 and use the promo code games10. For a limited time, you'll get 10% off your order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash games10, promo code games10 for 10% off any order of $200 uh, or more. Terms apply. Wow, is, that is plus ten presenter skills for that alliteration. Like that? That I crushed that. Oh, yeah. that. That was dude. That was amazing. Purple. Pur- I keep wanting to think purple people is exactly. Yeah, and when it was like purple provides purple pillow, I was I I haven't screwed it up once this week, and I'm pretty impressed with myself. Everybody, amazing. Now, Good job. can I Absolutely. nail ExpressVPN? Let's find out together. Our next sponsor is ExpressVPN. You know what's not fair? The fact that Netflix no. hides thousands of shows from you based on your location, and then has the nerve to increase their prices on you. <laughs> That's right. Starting at the end of the month, they're raising prices once again. Now you could cancel your subscription and protest, or you could be smart about it and make sure you're getting your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN. See, you might not know what's on Netflix in your country is completely different than what's on someone's in the UK or Japan. They have different stuff on theirs. And using ExpressVPN, you can control what country you want Netflix to think you're in. ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from, so every time you run out of stuff to watch, you can just switch to another country to unlock new shows right now you could be watching your new favorite anime but maybe it's not in the u.s netflix but with the tap of the button express vpn lets you change your location to whatever country you want so you can watch it and here's the best part it's not just for netflix you can use express vpn to unlock shows and other streaming services too you can use it for the bbc iplayer it's free and only available in the uk that's, you like that B- that's a really good that's a really it's so like don't get me wrong, I do love working with the BBC, but sometimes when things are just very specifically on iPlayer, you have people like, oh, what's that, you know, gaming show you made? No, no, you can't. Sorry. <laughs> you have a gaming show? Where uh, you have a gaming show that you could oh, listen okay. to? It's BBC so, made? This, okay, so, so, so this was uh, about maybe like a, a year and a half ago, uh, for about three years, I made a gaming show for BBC Radio. Short version, One. you're in the ad. Uh, we'll talk about it. What's the name of the show oh, on the sorry, BBC? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Oh, God, it was just called The Gaming Show, but you can't watch it now because it's off. It goes off after a year. It's very convoluted. Oh, really? Carry That's on. sad. I didn't know that. Okay, we'll get to yeah. that later. We'll talk about mm-hmm. that in a second. Uh, ExpressVPN is also super fast. It works on your phone, laptop, even your smart TV. So you can watch shows on the big screen with zero buffering. So be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of other of their content. Dang, I screwed it up. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash games. Don't forget to use our link so you can get three extra months for free. That's E-X-P-R-E ssvpn.com slash games expressvpn.com slash games to learn more and wow was i do it how did i do on that one how was my presenting on that one 
That was good. I think I threw you off with the BBC bit. You would have smashed it otherwise. Sorry. No, you didn't throw me off. You you enhanced it. You know what I mean? Don't say that. You're 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 up. You're lifting me up. It's fine. Uh, final one though is Logitech. Logitech G Pro Cross Super Light Gaming Mouse is designed with the world's leading pros to engineer the world's best competitive gaming mouse. With hyper-minimal redesign, Pro X Super Light is our lightest and fastest pro mouse ever, weighing in at just under 63 grams. I don't use grams. Julia, grams is, that's little. It's very little. It's, you're it's saying light. like grams, that sounds like you're saying. Grams. 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 Also 25% lighter than the standard pro wireless mouse. Logitech G exclusive Hero 25K sensor provides unrivaled precision, speed, and consistency. Ooh. Pro X Superlight delivers extreme accuracy and ultra fine controls for complete confidence, especially during those intense split second moments of tournament play or turbo tax. Powered by Lightspeed, Pro X Superlight uh, is their fastest and most reliable pro mouse, and it's available in black and white. For a limited time, Logitech G is offering our listeners express shipping at logitechg.com. Use the promo code kind of funny daily free ship 215 for express shipping today. That's express shipping on all Logitech G products with the promo code kind of funny daily free ship 215. Hurry now since after this promotion, the promo code expires in 3 days. Did it. We crushed it. Wow. You're amazing. That was incredible. That's a lot of words. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you know that's how we do it around here. We want to make sure if you're not getting, the, if you're not paying for the show on Patreon, we're gonna make sure we give you a lot of words <laughs> for you to get there. But no, <laughs> bring me back here. I so I thought you had the BBC. The, the, you can still get this game changed my life. That's your podcast from oh, the BBC, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. a different BBC thing. It's very big, darling. The BBC. You could work for a multifaceted, lots of different things. So, so gaming show was for Radio One. It was a video show that came out mm -hmm. um, every month. That ran for about three years, but was only on iPlayer and wasn't like on really on YouTube or anything. So it became a bit gotcha. difficult. But the podcast on BBC Sounds, you can get that on Spotify. Uh, I do it with my uh, bestie, Aoife Wilson, to a Eurogamer. It's called This Game Changed My Life. And we've literally found the most insane stories about gamers. Like, like some of the best, like our producer was incredible. And he had this amazing t uh, technique, which was that, so basically one of us would chat to uh, the interviewee for each episode, but because obviously we're mates, we would wait in the foyer of the BBC and spoil it to each other. So he made us come <laughs> in different entrances so that then when we sat down in the studio, like all of our reactions are completely, we don't know who each other had talked to. Oh, so that's yeah, awesome. It's, um, there's, there's some unbelievable stories. There's a guy who basically fled Syria in an oil barrel. He got put in an oil barrel and dragged across a, a river. There's people who found love in World of Warcraft. There's people coming together to save, you know, a young, well, to try and help uh, do the final kind of dying wishes of a, a young boy who's um, oh, wow. uh, dying in hospital. Like there's some like some really like the biggest stories I've, like even, Aoife and I have obviously worked in games for a really long time, but even we were like, bloody hell. <laughs> so, so yes, I mean, we know the good that gaming can do, but it, yeah, there's some pretty uh, mind blowing stories in there. All right, so you can find This Game Changed My Life yes. on Spotify. That's your podcast. Yes, you don't need, well, you should get the VPN because it's really good. But you No, don't we're out of the ad. The, the, the Patreon oh, kids right, don't even know what you're talking about. Don't worry oh, about it. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, okay, fine. Um, fine. So shall I continue? <laughs> you shall. I'm excited to listen to your okay. podcast when this show's over, but that, but that, that, getting free time for me is still so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, Julia Hardy, say what yes. came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? Well, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny game. I've self-screwed up now. I'm a presenter as a job. This is embarrassing. Right. <laughs> listed by the kind of funny games daily. 
Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today. Okay. Go for it. I'm kicking my heels up. You're going to do out today? I love it. Go. Okay. Boom Blaster on Xbox One. Puss. Puss. I think it. I was telling. I was telling you earlier, they just make up random ass names on here. So yeah, I think it's puss. It's it's all caps P U S S exclamation mark. Definitely puss. Yeah, it's definitely puss. Kevin, can I get a can I get the trailer for puss? Can you pull up the put in puss trailer? Into it, I don't know that I'll be able to show it. Thank you. Oh my god, Xbox One and Switch, Steven Universe, unleash the light. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, the award-winning Thomas Was Alone is now out on the Switch. Uh, Ify on Xbox One. Altius Beyond Kronos on PC. Speed Limit Xbox One. Gravity Heroes also on Xbox One. Doom and Destiny on Switch. Age of Heroes NBA 2K21. My team sees today. Altius Beyond... Oh, wait. It's the same one. Different one. Ah, okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Altius... So Beyond Chrono Springs, firepower to Steam VR today. All right, hold on. Kevin's got Kevin's got it over here. This is Puss over here. <laughs> and it's a cat riding a dolphin. That's a cat riding a unicorn. Damn, did they just sell me on Puss? <laughs> wow. See? And it is just Puss Cat. New level. You, you're just clicking the cat and dragging it to the, like, square. But there's a bunch of shit in the way. What? It's what? What's happening? What's happening see, to my look, eyes? Look, look at the very beginning of it, because yeah, see, so you just drag it into the square, easy. But now there's stuff. What? This is How are the trophies being kept? Oh, I have no idea. I'm Even having flashbacks of being in a rave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't expect okay. to be buying puss today, but I might be. Pay I might be paying money for some puss. No, don't say well. that way. <laughs> did you uh, the guys there was a play there was a game on um uh like xbox 360 that was called no luca no it was about a cat that was trying to eat some cereal and yeah. it was probably one of the first <laughs> games i ever played and it wasn't even animated it was just like a static 2d image of a cat and like a weird animated hand and this man going no luca aggressively got more upset because this cat uh, understandably yeah i would imagine there's something to get upset I about mean, for sure yeah I mean, I've literally explained the entire game. That's it. It just carries on, and the cat gets a bit faster. It was uh, blessing. Eddie Oye yeah. Jr. just popped me up in Slack and goes, "Greg, I'm gonna need a code for puss." So it's happening. We're we're a puss family now, everybody. <laughs> see? Let's see if I. Uh... <laughs> uh, Julia, would you like to tackle uh, the new dates too? Since you're here in the. All right, your... I'm, I'm 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 reading this on the fly. Here we go. Right, new dates. You're doing great. Okay. Pokemon Go is celebrating the Pokemon series' 25th anniversary with a variety of Kanto themes of activities this week following the Pokemon Go Tour Kanto event. Developer Niantic is holding a week-long Kanto celebration, capping off with a Kanto Raid Day featuring Gen 1 legendaries. The Kanto Raid Day takes place on February 28th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. There you go, Andrew Goldfarb and everybody else who cares about Pokemon Go still. God bless you. No. Enjoy it. You know what I mean? A lot of people still playing and walking. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever? Did you ever get big into Pokemon Go? Was that ever a thing that struck for you? No, not at all. Like not even yeah. slightly. I mean, I had the like initial <laughs> thing of like, hey, let's all just go out and try it. And it was always quite fun to kind of like see these weird congregations of like what looked like kind of like street gangs, but they were very nicely dressed young gentlemen. Right. They were all. Yeah. They were out there playing and yeah. just trying to get their shinies. That's all they were doing. It. 
Hey, Kevin, real quick, too, just so you know, your mic's open. I can hear Paula talking. I don't know if anything's happening. It's private, but I'm letting you know that we were talking over it, and I think I've covered it long enough for you to kill your mic. Good job. The joys of working from home, Julia. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, we were already chatting over it, and it's just if you don't have that ear, and I have an ear for Paula. You know what I mean? I can hear her, like, across the street. I know if Paula's out there and she needs help, I'm like, I know Paula needs us right now. She's here. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, be quiet. Hide the milkshake. Your wife's here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we ask you to write into patreon.com slash games to be part of the show with your questions, comments, concerns, and everything else. We got one in reader mail today. It's from DJ Brad Chill, who wrote in and asked, what's good, guys? This morning, I was randomly reminded that Campo Santo was working on In the Valley of Gods before being snatched up by Valve to work on Half-Life Alex. In the Valley of Gods was put on hold, probably indefinitely, while Campo Santo works on various Valve projects, which really bums me the fuck out. We all know how amazing Firewatch was, and another game of that style in 1920s Egypt sounds so interesting. What are some games that you guys were super hyped to see in production, but are now on hold slash got canceled for whatever reason. When you think of missed opportunities, Julia, things you could have been playing that never came to be, what do you think of? I mean, normally I I refract that question to my life as the existential dread (laughs) of lockdown would come in and out. In terms of games, I was trying to think actually, um, probably more just like Silent Hills. I was trying to, I was actually kind of struggling to games like I really lost out on. I don't know. For me, I think of, you know, the one of the big ones, right, was Agent. Like, that was so, that PlayStation conference where they were like, hey, guess what? Uh, We are working with Rockstar on a new exclusive. It's going to be called Agent. That was then vaporware forever as people were like, oh, my God, yeah, what is that going to be? Where where are we going to go with that one? Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't a really long list, but I thought it was quite interesting. I mean, it is kind of. But um, wasn't there a thing about, um, hasn't, isn't Firewatch still in the mix for having a movie made? Oh, probably. I feel like a couple of months ago that that was kind of still on the go, maybe. I don't know. That Who sounds about right. You know how it is. Yeah, right. They they can always they snatch <laughs> up the rights to these movies and then it's just over. It's gone. You're, you're done with it right there. The yeah, other one on a yeah, chat, yeah. I'm going to need your help here. I'm going to need you're wrong. As you know, I'm very old. Uh, I cannot remember things and I've been covering games for too <laughs> long. What is the Vita game? Where that was going to be like a Diablo one. They, they changed the name of it too. I, if you remember old Beyonds, I took a demo of it during an earthquake. This is how these are the things I'm giving you. But it was that we were you were gonna go out, you were gonna <laughs> raid. There's a giant earthquake in the middle of it. Uh, we were gonna go out, we were gonna raid, and then you're gonna bring it back, and you were gonna have like your own thing that people could come attack you. God, I can't remember the name of this game though for some reason. That could be anything apart from the volcano, but it's for quite specific. It's true. It could be I anything at this remember. point. Yeah, yeah. Chad, I'm gonna need your help on that one. And or uh, you're wronging me. Yeah, yeah. People are not there because this is Dungeon Hunter was that it? Nanobiologist was it Dungeon Hunter? He's screaming Dungeon Hunter. Let's see if Dungeon. It got canceled. Remember, it was Sony Dungeon Hunter Alliance. It always no, that really game, worries that me. Game like, that game came out. That game came out. There's reviews yeah. of that. There's there's yeah no. Du- this game never came out. It was canceled. I always like find it really disheartening when you think, especially like games play when I was a kid and I forgotten the names of them and now there's just so much information like on you just can't even like i feel like it's like it's like a part of my past keeps going i don't know whether it's just because there's so much bits of it fall out i don't know i keep yeah. forgetting things i tried to think of the word railing for about two days the other week. It's really annoying. <laughs> you know like, the pole you grab when you're walking no it was worse than that i was like okay but it's it's like a banister like you're not like a banister but it's like not in your house it's in like a public space 
banister. What's that? And like, no one could ask me. It took me two days. Oh, God. I worry about The life. game we were looking for <laughs> that was shouted out in chat by Book of Comic 2, who I think is the one I saw first, is mm. Ruin, which was later named Warrior's Lair. That is the one I was looking for. Oh. Developed by oh, Idle Minds okay. slash San Diego Studio. Yep, that's the one. Thank you very much. Could have been really cool. Could have saved the Vita, but in the end, didn't Would happen. it, though? Julie, don't start. All right? You've had a great <laughs> show. We've had a great relationship. Don't ruin it here for me, all right? Don't do this for me. Uh, we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. Uh, let's see what we got here now. Nanobiologist says the girl in the first Little Nightmares was wearing a yellow poncho slash raincoat. So that's what the hood yes. she was putting up you were talking about. Nanobiologist yeah, also says the push. No, yeah, it's fine. You, we couldn't remember railing, so yeah. <laughs> Nanobiologist has a quick breakdown here of the push trophy list. It looks kind of bad. For example, there are trophies like beat nine levels in a row without losing a shield, beat a level with no touching of walls, get the boss with level no dance. But you say that, but when I look on PSN profiles, for a game that just came out today, there are five game owners, and there's a lot of trophies already popped on it. Not No platinum. No platinum popped yet. So, I mean, hmm. I don't know. We'll have to look into this puss. It's $11.99, which I'm not – I don't know if I want to go spend that on. But the here, Kevin, I'm going to send you um, uh, this link here. It's the box art. The box art has, a, of course, the cat, as you'd expect. Kevin, I'm yep, dropping yep, into of assets. Course, box art, assets. Here it is. Here it is. There it is. Uh, you go there. It's got the the cat, and then it's got a unicorn, and then it's got maybe another cat. Then it's got Jesus, and then it's got the dolphin. Yeah, it has. So there's like a lot. A painting of Jesus. The hmm, tale as old as time. I can't, I can't click on it. It's <laughs> weird. You can't click on the link. I, don't, I mean, I clicked on the link. It just won't let me click on it to expand the. There it is. Hold on. I'll switch the browser. There it goes. There it is. Yeah, oh, they had a floating Jesus in the trailer that looked. Wow. It's the exclamation mark as well. Puss! Yeah. <laughs> it punches okay, you in the, the face, that puss. Yeah, yeah, you know. It does. It's like dupe. Isn't that a fragrance called dupe that has an exclamation mark? It always has yeah, very shouty. Uh, and that's, that's in all caps, too. <gasps> that's what's her face, is, right? Dupe! Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no, that's goop. Oh, what did you say? Dupe. Dupe with the J O O P. Oh, with a J. No, I've never Duke. heard of that. Yeah, it's like a fragrance, but it's all caps with an exclamation mark, so it's very much like the fragrance is shouting at you when Joop! Ladies and oh, gentlemen, yeah. that's your last kind of funny games daily <laughs> of the week. Next week's hosts look like this. Monday, it's Blessing and Tim. Tuesday, it's me and Gary Witta. Wednesday, it's Blessing and the busiest lady in the business, Andrea Renee. Thursday, it is me and Chelsea Blasco from Iron Galaxy to give you a bit of a dev look at the news. And then Friday, it is me and Blessing. Uh, Julia, you killed it. Of course, you are not done here. You still have to come to the post show. But before then, where can people keep up with you? So, yeah, uh, check out uh, BBC Sounds life or if you fancy getting in you get my uh, ghost, ghost of sushima a workout on saturday tomorrow on instagram for game to train so that should be yeah if you go to instagram instagram.com slash game to train you've been doing these and i want to talk about this in the post show you've been doing workouts based on video <laughs> games and yeah your ghost of yeah, Tsushima yeah. workout drops uh, this weekend which is insane <laughs> i'm interested to see what that's all about uh if you want to hear more yeah. about game to train of course go to instagram.com slash game to train or stick around for the post show here on patreon.com slash kind of funny games if you're on twitch right now you are about to get barrett versus tim in cuphead they are going to finally decide who's the best at cuphead 
followed by <laughs> some Fortnite, where I think Joey's going to show you some of her skills. But no matter what, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Uh, you can go there, ask us questions, write in, have a great time. If you don't want to give us any money, though, watch live on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch later, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Listen whenever on podcast services around the globe. Remember, it is Friday. We are checking out, but Saturday, 4.30 p.m. Pacific time, we will be back on twitch.tv slash Games for the second week of FCF football. You can come watch our aces take on the beasts. It'll be a good time no matter what, and I'll have a beer with you. Until next time, Julia, yeah. thank you for your time. You're a fantastic co-host. <laughs> you got to come back again, okay? Yes, 100%, always, whenever you, whenever you want me. I'll be here. <laughs> we got a post show to do, but until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.